Hey everyone, welcome back to the Multidimensional Journey YouTube channel and the Multidimensional Journey podcast. Thank you guys so much for returning back. And if you're new here, this podcast and this YouTube channel is all about mental health, spirituality, wellness, and we talk a lot about psychedelics and plant medicine preparation and integration. So today we're going to be talking about co-creating the best setting for your transformation and your experience. Usually we talk about ayahuasca on this channel mainly, but today we're going to be talking about um, all of them, you know, all like all the psychedelics, ayahuasca, plant medicines, with a main focus on the setting or the container in which you'll be taking the plant medicine or psychedelic that's going to bring forth your personal and unique needs, preferences, basically what are you trying to create? And that has a lot to do with your personal intentions and all of those things. So we'll get into that, really excited. So I left a link down below if you're interested in microdosing the ayahuasca vine. There's an incredible company called The Soul Vine and they create these microdosing ayahuasca drops that you can take in the comfort of your own home. So check out that link below. Um, but without further ado, let's get into it. So oftentimes there is a large emphasis on the psychedelic or the plant medicine. You know, we hear words like psychedelic assisted therapy, plant medicine assisted uh, therapy or approaches. And the the plant medicine or the psychedelic is very powerful, right? It, it is the, the catalyst that is bringing you through your experience in a new way, new ways of thinking, feeling, experiencing yourself, experiencing your surroundings. And there are, we, we want to be mindful at the same time to not put an overemphasis on whatever it is, uh, ketamine, MDMA, ayahuasca, mushrooms. We want to be just as mindful of what we're ingesting and doing all the safety protocols um, in relation to that psychedelic or plant medicine and all the preparation work involved. Uh, but we also want to be just as mindful of our setting. So what this means, there's a lot of different elements here, okay? So there's our facilitator, there's the container, whether that's just a one-on-one -on -one or a group setting, there's, um, what kind of music is there going to be? What kind of support do you need? All of these different things. So let's just start with pre-vetting or choosing your facilitator or retreat center. And yeah, there's there's a lot of different experiences out there these days. You know, there's different psychedelic group experiences, different plant medicine experiences, um, even breathwork experiences, meditation experiences. We're mainly focusing on psychedelic and plant medicines today. But like some questions to keep in mind is number one, this is very much in alignment with your personal intention for your healing and transformation. So when we're talking to the retreat center or the facilitators, we're asking questions that are in alignment with our personal intentions. So for example, if my intention is to deeply heal my childhood trauma, I want to make sure that the people I'm going to that are gonna be facilitating this experience have some knowledge or experience with you know, inner child work or reparenting or uh, family dynamics, family systems, how shame affects somebody. I wanna make sure they have knowledge about the nervous system and different aspects of self so they can really be the eyes and the ears and the space holder for this experience, right? So kind of the same thing with you, whatever your intentions are, you want to make sure that's in alignment with your facilitator or your retreat center, that they have experience in what you're intending to heal or to transform. And you want them to be able to use some language around that. You also want to be checking in with your facilitator or your retreat center regarding their training, their education. These are pretty basic questions that they should be ready to answer and they should um, anticipate, you know, because these are pretty like serious experiences and people are very vulnerable to be sharing their bodies, their minds, and their spirits. So they, there really shouldn't be any hesitancy, but you as a participant, 
you want to make sure like you feel safe in their answer and you want to be empowered. So you want to make sure you ask these questions about their training and their knowledge in the specific psychedelic or plant medicine that you are seeking. Some other things to think about and to feel into are, you know, do you specifically desire, want or need or prefer a male or female embodied facilitator? or some you know other cultural preferences or needs and the reason why you might not think this is important but the reason why that it is is that sometimes you know once we get into the non-ordinary state you know start um, things start to show up you know past memories um, emotions uh, feelings sensations and that healthy countertransference starts to happen between you and the facilitator and it it is important to be aware of this and to um, to not not act like it's um, not important basically denying that this is a, a piece of the puzzle that we should be looking at. So like, for example, with what we were talking about earlier, you know, say um, with your childhood trauma, I'll give a couple of examples here, actually. Um, so you're not ready to really look at the, the um, past with your father. Say like, that's not my focus right now. That's actually too overstimulating. Um, I'd rather focus on the work with my mom. So going to a retreat center that has a staff of all males might be too much, might be too triggering. Um, but maybe signing up for a women's retreat or a women's experience or, you know, having a woman, a woman facilitator, that might be more aligned with your preferences, your needs, and ultimately what's going to make your nervous system feel the most comfortable. Okay. Um, you want to feel into, you know, do you want to sit in the daytime? You know, do you want your experience to be in the daytime or the nighttime? I think this is important because some of us, our nervous systems have more energy at certain parts of the day or the night and just tuning into what feels best for you, you know, and really feeling into what, what your nervous system needs once again to fully feel safe, to surrender and let go. Um, some other things to keep in mind um, are just, you know, asking the facilitators, you know, questions that you personally feel like you want answered just to feel more connected, to feel like you can trust them, um, whatever that is like, you know, Hey, can you share a little bit about yourself? What's your journey been like? Or what, what have been other people's experiences? Uh, have they come out of these experiences feeling held and safe and they feel like they got the transformation they needed? Maybe you have questions about what's your guys' preparation process like? How much support do you offer? What's your integration process like? How much support do you offer there? Either way, that way, you know, you can, uh, prepare yourself for, uh, the preparation and the integration, whether they offer, you know, a heavy support or light support. Um, and asking any other questions that you feel would make you feel more empowered in your process. A lot of times when I'm working with people, mainly I consult on and coach on ayahuasca preparation and integration, a lot of people ask me, you know, where do you recommend? Where where do you think I should go? And I really try to stay away from making any recommendations because I really feel like it's a personal choice, you know, because everyone's different. You know, who and what has worked for me may not be you know, what and who will work for the people I'm working with. And I've definitely found in my own experiences that when we take the time to really slow down and really feel into what our intentions are, what we're actually looking for, what we're actually seeking, um, and, and not just in the psychedelic, but in the full transformation, that really helps us get way clear on our choosing like choosing where we're going and who we want to work with it just makes that process so much clearer um versus rushing to work with anyone that pops up uh this is very common this, this happens that we kind of have like FOMO we feel like this is my only opportunity and it happens a lot with ayahuasca um and we just want to keep in mind that 
just because someone has the ayahuasca and the setting and the resources to provide a ceremony, it doesn't mean, you know, it, it doesn't mean it's the right ceremony for you. It also might mean it's the right ceremony for you. But I say this because I, I talk to a lot of people and I work with a lot of people who um, feel pressured sometimes or um, they feel like this is the only opportunity. And the truth is, is that, you know, we have a plethora and we are abundant with experiences everywhere. And yes, it's true. They are hard to find because they're underground. But that my reframe around that, by the way, is there is a perfect timing. And if we can be patient and really just set our intentions and put ourselves in, you know, the right environments with the right connections and just, you know, not a gripping energy. Like I have to find it now. I have to find the right experience now, just allowing it to unfold. And as you are manifesting the right experience for yourself, I mean, to be super honest, like, trust me, there's tons of preparation stuff you can do in the comfort of your home, either with a coach or a therapist like myself, um, to get ready for whatever experience that you're seeking. A lot of people come to psychedelics and plant medicines not for the psychedelic or the plant medicine. They're coming for some sort of deep transformation within that um, sometimes, not always, that they haven't been able to access, you know, on their own. So whether that's healing childhood trauma, whether that's healing um, memories from the past, sexual trauma, codependency, perfectionism, um, addictive patterns, uh, relationship issues, finding our purpose, um, and, you know, we're humans. We have a lot of life to live. So it's not always about healing. Sometimes it's about like, okay, I'm expanding and I'm doing the integration work and I feel stuck and I, I just need some help. So sometimes the wisdom from the psychedelics or the plant medicines can be very helpful too. So in my experience, like I've had lots of different experiences and lots of different settings and I've had lots of different mentors along the way. I encourage you to continue to feel into what feels the best for you. And also knowing when it's okay to let go of a mentor or a coach or a group, you know, that has served its purpose. Like everything is about seasons and um, sometimes things are just for a little bit. Something, sometimes things are for a lifetime. And I think that's where this, this is what this is all about. I, I'm, it's kind of coming through, like having that discernment, having that discernment versus making choices out of fear or um, thinking there's never going to be a better opportunity or I have to do it now more so feeling into your alignment and your discernment and what feels best for you. I really feel like in all the experiences I've had, one of the key themes have been learning how to trust myself and not being fine-tuned, even with the choices I've made with where I've went, who I've sat, sat with, um, what psychedelic or plant medicine I've practiced with. Um, I feel like my discernment has even been fine-tuned within my own personal choice process. So really take the time to feel into what feels best for you. You know, what is going to make you feel the most empowered? For me, at this point, at this season in my life, what feels the best to me is working with someone I know well, that I trust, that we actually have a relationship with, um, practicing with ayahuasca in the daytime, and having very specific parameters about what I expect from my facilitator. You know, I expect that they're trauma-informed and that I expect they're going to be comfortable with titrating me into a dose and they understand that process very well. Um... I expect that they're not going to push me into anything that I'm not comfortable with. Um, I'm a pretty pick, picky participant these days, but I really find that that's empowering for us that we, you know, with a lot of these practices, it's really important that we do feel that way. We feel empowered. You know, that's kind of the whole point of the process. We don't want to be in environments where we feel like someone's dictating or making decisions for us. You should really see a facilitator 
uh, asking you questions, what feels good for you. Um, of course, like if you ask for advice or, or they just share their modalities with you, that's one thing. But if you don't feel comfortable with something that can always be renegotiated. Um, for, for example, like I think there was one ceremony with one of my mentors I was sitting with and uh, I was pretty deep in an experience to be really honest. And they were singing and I asked them to please stop singing because it was just like really interrupting my process. So they were very supportive of that. They weren't trying to overpower me. They didn't make it about them. It was like, okay, this is what's needed right now. So you really want to work with a setting or someone where like you really feel like your voice and what you need comes through. Because at the end of the day, that's what these experiences are all about is it's it's about our own bodies, our own preferences. What do we need? doesn't mean we can't make, you know, renegotiations or compromises, of course, right? Um, no one should be gripping in the dynamic too much. And also as us being the participants, we want to advocate for what we want. And for the most part, our facilitator should be very open to hearing us and seeing us and doing the best they can to make those accommodations. So that's what we really want to look for when we're looking for different settings and what we need from these experiences. Rather than just choosing anything that comes up, really advocating for ourselves and being the most empowered participants that we can be. So I hope you like this podcast. I hope you like this YouTube. Please post your questions, your comments below. would love to hear from you. And check out all the links below if you want to work with me or come to any of my group experiences, preparation and integration, or breathwork circles. You're more than welcome to check that out. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye. Take care.